All right, guys, y'all show some love to the sponsors of the Straight Out of Prison podcast. Our friend Keely Brown runs her family-owned HVAC Home and Commercial Services. Is your system ready for the summer? Schedule a system checkup or reprogram your thermostat. They offer residential and commercial, at home or at work. They really do what they say, and they say what they do. Our family serving your family has been their core value since day one. Their founder and owner, Mr. Robert Holland, made sure the foundation of Home and Commercial Services was and is integrity. Now, remember, Haley, we, we catered an event last December where he was a part of the group that we were feeding. But it was interesting to learn that when he was a young man, when he first started in the HVAC business, Mr. Holland actually got in trouble with, for not adding new parts that the people didn't need. And they were like, why didn't you sell the parts? And he was like, because I could fix them. And they were like, no, no, you're... you're you're doing it wrong. Like you just got to put new parts. And he was like, but they didn't need new parts. And it bugged him so much that he went out and started his own business. And that's the foundation of home and commercial services. And we can attest to that personally. I mean, they've done so much stuff for us. It's crazy. I love that story. And I think it speaks to obviously his integrity and what he's built his business on that integrity. Right now, the most economical service they offer is their annual residential service agreement. For $150, you'll get two annual checkups, and that's for one system. If if it's an additional system, it's 25% off. Anyways, the annual contract includes priority service, normal rates for after-hour service, 10% discount on any repairs, and a 5% discount on any new installations. It's a good deal especially with the heat of the summer coming. Home and Commercial Services works on all name brands of heating and air conditioning units, gas furnaces, heat pumps, walk-in coolers, and smart thermostats. No job is too big or too small. Call or text Keely at 205-798-0635. Or you can email at office at Holland hcs.com you can look up holland home and commercial services on instagram for daily tips and more or you can check out their website hollandhcs.com we have some amazing friends and supporters of the podcast Lynn and Debbie Hurst, who own Hurst Towing and Recovery in Fultondale and Hayden, Alabama. They serve the Jefferson, Blunt, and surrounding counties. They tow light and heavy-duty vehicles, and they're always there to help. We wouldn't call anybody else. We would never call anybody else, and that's a fact. Would you like to work for an amazing company that treats their employees like family? The Hearst are hiring. Full and part-time positions. Give them a call today. Hearst Towing is there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They've been in our area since January of 1987. They have a heart to serve and they love making an impact in the communities they grew up in. The Hearst definitely make a difference in our world. And they have definitely made a difference in our lives. Dispatchers are always ready to receive calls at 205-631-8697. That is 205-631-TOWS, T-O-W-S. <laughs> you, get, you get me every time I, with the toes. <laughs> <laughs> or check out their website at hearsttowing.com. Now, y'all know James from the podcast, but he also is an amazing cook and private chef. I can attest to that personally. I've had many years of experience in food, just working in, managing, and even owning a couple restaurants. One of his greatest passions is preparing delicious food. You know, if somebody's going through something or through a hard time and you don't know what to do, you can always cook for them. Or you can always call me and I'll cook for them. It's, it really, it's a it's a great way to love people. That journey started early in his beloved granny's kitchen. She was the one that, you know, was always cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. She was a Southern belle. She made everything taste good, and I didn't always, sorry, Mom, get that at home. <laughs> but uh, granny taught me how to cook, and 
I've never looked back from that. James is a Fox 6 Good Day Alabama monthly contributor. It's one of the honors of my life. I love cooking on TV. I love hearing the feedback. I love going in there and having people email me and ask questions. It's just, it's fun. And his peanut butter cobbler recipe was featured on the Food Network show Carnival Eats. That was kind of a big deal. I mean, it was a... I don't like I got paid for it, but it was a lot of exposure and it was really fun. Head over to chefjameskjones.com to join our email list. Once you do that, you can stay updated on everything that we're doing. CrossFit Mophobia is owned and operated by Hayden Setzer. Hayden has a degree in exercise science and wellness with a minor in coaching. She is CrossFit Level 2 certified and Precision Nutrition Certified. CrossFit Mophobia is located at 222 Decatur Highway in Gardendale, Alabama. Email CrossFitMophobiaInfo at gmail.com or call or text 256-303-1873. Or you can look up everything she does on Facebook and Instagram. CrossFit Mophobia. Hey guys, Team Jones here. We're excited about the fun new things we're doing this fall. Our part of the Straight Out of Prison podcast is wrapped up, but we're using this platform to tell other people's straight out of prison stories. Season 8 is about Joseph, my all time favorite straight out of prison story. Our YouTube channel has added the first three seasons of the Straight Out of Prison podcast. And even if you've listened to all of them, check out the video format to see behind the scenes, pictures, and a whole lot more. And while you're there, please hit the subscribe button. It's 100% free. It won't cost you anything, but it will help us reach our goals to reach a larger audience. Hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss a recipe or a podcast. On the cooking front, head over to chefjameskjones.com to check out what we are doing this fall as far as food goes. We'll also put all that in the show notes. Please support our sponsors. They help us provide this platform for free. And remember, you can hear their personal stories on our For Real Real platform. Thank you for your support and thanks for being a part of our story. talk from a real married couple about real life from fights and arguments raising kids finances dieting get in my belly religion if it really happens in the real world you'll really hear it right here it's not the highlight reel it's the for real real with your hosts who are keeping it real every day, James and Haley Jones. Well, hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the For Real Real. My name is James K. Jones, and this is what is really happening this week. And this is Haley Jones, and like he said, we're going to be talking about things that are not on a highlight reel, except they're going to be uh, on everyone else's highlight reel today. Yeah. James is dying to talk about the election. I am. Because it's today. It but is. I told him to wait. <laughs> We're going to talk about other things first. She wants me to he, wait. If he gets going, then that's all we'll talk about. So she started off this podcast with mocking me the way I said, hey, guys. And now she's telling me I can't talk. <laughs> I feel like I'm being, my rights are being uh, trampled upon. Well, you got married, so <laughs> that's that. This is true. Um, so I think we should talk about, because we've had a few people say that they love when we talk about the gym. Mainly you talking about the gym. Why me? Because <laughs> your little commentary on it is hilarious. Really. <laughs> what? Well, I, so he went to the gym this morning. He got I've been his going every morning. He got his butt beat, but he's sitting here with a mountain doing a piece of pizza. <laughs> it's pizza with vegetables and it's, on it. Um, ten, twelve. 
That pizza is a healthy pizza. It's a thin crust. Oh, my gosh. It has tomato sauce, which is good for you. It has peppers and onions and green peppers and uh, pepperonis and ham. That's anyway, healthy. it's just funny because I, I do know when you work out, especially <laughs> consistently, you get like super hungry. I'm starving. Um. <laughs> this last week. I mean, yesterday. Is when that I, a real Mountain Dew or a Mountain Dew Zero? Mountain Dew Zero. Oh, okay. I don't do the I sugar. Mean, I can't uh, have all the sugar. This is It'll funny. Put me in the pre-diabetes. <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> I'm going to work my arse off, and then I'm going to eat a piece of pizza and have a Mountain Dew all before lunchtime. <laughs> that was my breakfast. Okay. <laughs> I can't eat before I go. I can't because uh, I get um, nauseous. But you did make a confession to me that you didn't want to say here, but I'm going to make you say that. What? Right? <laughs> you said that yesterday that you... No, you're making that up. No, I'm not. You were like Hayden, so ashamed of it. that you, Hayden, she's making that up. That you skipped around or something, <laughs> but then told them that you didn't skip around because you didn't want the old ladies to beat you. You didn't. You don't tell them that you do anything. You just do your sets. But I told you when you said that, I said, I skip rounds all, <laughs> all <laughs> well, You time. would. You're like that. Uh, I mean, it's easy for you. <laughs> like, I need everything to be right, but I got... We had... Uh, I rode 400 meters yesterday. Rode. Okay, he's machine. so proud of the 400 meters. He thinks that's like 400 miles. It felt like 400 miles. And then he realized today, he's like, hey, Suri, um, how long is 400 meters? <laughs> it was a quarter mile. <laughs> it didn't feel like a quarter mile. No, but I'm still the only man in that boot camp. Yeah. Where are all my fellas at? You know, it's November. If you come one time with me, you get a free week. Yeah. So, 8 go. o'clock, CrossFit Phobia. Come check it out. Hayden is amazing. Yeah, she is. And she will try to kill you on some days. You should um, get Bob to come with you. Who's Bob? Robert. Hello. It's Bobby. Okay, well, whatever. But he just had knee surgery, so. Oh, I yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I have asked But I actually saw a picture on CrossFit Phobia um, today. She said, one arm, no problem. And it was a guy like in a cast and sling or something. Well, I So I'm sure she would say, one leg, no problem. Well, she's worked <laughs> with me with my handicapped shoulder for yeah. the last year or so. So, I mean. Well, I'll ask him. I've yeah. asked a couple of my a, a couple of my other friends. Joey Mo, where you at? Popo. <laughs> yeah. So I'm to the CrossFit. Anything else you'd like to share about your gym experiences? Uh, no. No. I mean, I just I did. We had like six or seven sets that was you know row and then throw stuff on the wall and then squats and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And I realized that they were all the older women were. A whole set ahead of me, so I just skipped one. (laughs) (laughs) But then I felt guilty about it all day. He says the older women, but I think most of them are like around your age, honestly. No, they're not. I know they have older kids and stuff, but you know, you're 50, and a lot of them are like Fabby. Fabby's younger than me. Yeah, she's by a couple of years. Uh huh. But the rest of them are like in their 60s and 70s. Karen Waller is 70. Well, yeah, I know. She's the exception. But no, there's a, several. But most like, of the other ones are older. Debbie is not 60. She's 50-something. Uh, yeah. She's like 57. She's at least 10 years older than me. No, she's not. Lynn is. Well, not her. I know it for a fact. Okay. Well, anyway. Anyways. <laughs> I just, my manhood was bothering me, and I just didn't, uh, I just skipped a set. <laughs> 
<laughs> but then I pay for it because I feel guilty about it all day. I, see, I, that is something I don't understand. No, I'm like, it. you go to the gym, you move, you do the thing for an hour, whatever. You'll also go. If you to, skip a set, okay. You'll also go to the Mexican restaurant and put their dishes in your to-go box. Yes, I will. Because <laughs> I don't want the cheese dip all over the other food. Uh, <laughs> I saw a video of a grandmother pouring a, her margarita into a to-go box with her little grandkids. <laughs> I would I thought, do that. That's going to be Haley when she's old. <laughs> That's going to be me before I'm old. I feel like it's kind of annoying. <laughs> you can't take Pour that. Pour it in your to-go box. Uh, you would be more likely just to walk out with the whole glass. <laughs> Honestly. And then say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry, sorry. I was going to bring it back. <laughs> okay. So a lot has happened since the last time we recorded. We got a dog. We got a dog, Miss Annie. Annie Jones. And let me say it. Yeah. Haley got a dog. No, okay. it's Haley's dog. Here's it is so cute. What had happened was what had happened was <laughs> see, what had happened was it was a dog. James was pushing for a dog, Be, and I get it for the kids. Uh, for the kids, exactly. But James is the dog guy. He's I love dogs. Dog. Exactly. Yeah, I do. And up to before we got her the week before, I was like, "Are you sure we have a lot going on?" Well, you've know. talked about it on this platform. And I will quote James. Your anxiety. I'll take care of the dog. I'll. I Take care of the dog. I will. And okay. I do. Let's pause for a fact. Okay. Who's taking care of the dog? She's connected I more am. to you. <laughs> I think it's amazing and cute. I mean, because you don't even like dogs, and now the dog is following you around. Oh, she's following me around. You're walking the dog. You're talking the dog. I think because I'm the only one that's like kind of trying to like, are you okay? Like, you need to go to the bathroom? Are you hungry? Like, well, she's two years old. I feel responsible. She's two years old, so she was used to her home. That was the only thing she knew. Yeah. And the lady that gave her to us bred these golden doodles. Mm-hmm. And apparently, my neighbor's got one. He said he paid $3,000 for them. I'm mm-hmm. like, for a dog? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you got some change. <laughs> but... She was a, they used her to breed or whatever. The way the lady explained to me, they do it twice and then they don't breed them anymore. Oh, yeah. They fix them. So. It's like uterus gets tired. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. I mean, I've got a sister-in-law that her mom breeds poodles and she told me her mom would breed poodles till their uterus fell out. That is so sad. (laughs) That's horrible. I don't know. I'm not, I'm really not into all that. I like dogs. I don't care about all that. But anyway, I'm the one making sure that Annie has food and goes to the bathroom. Well, her main person was the lady, the breeder lady. Yeah. So she's used to being led around by a woman, and she just bonded with you initially. Yeah. And I think it's cute. Well, Annie is very meek and mild. Yeah. And I feel like she just wants to sit around and, like, connect, like, stare at each other. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't feel like I have time for that. But I feel sorry for her because I could see, like, the first few days she was really sad. Well, it's a transition. She lost her yeah. home. But now she's so, perked up. She's yeah. happy to be here. Yeah, I don't think she's perked up as much as I'd like her to perk up. Well, she was only been four days. This I know, is day four. I know, but I want her to play with the kids more, but it's fine. Well, um, I like it that she's not one of those bounce-off-the-wall dogs. Yeah. Because I would have to get rid of her yeah. if she was doing all that. <laughs> she's super sweet, though. She's perfect for the kids. And she doesn't shed. And that's why we got her. And I'm going to bathe her tomorrow. Wait, who says she I'm doesn't shed? Her. Abby said that. All the hair she don't shed? Hypo-something. I like that. I didn't know that. Apogenic or something like that. I didn't know that. Anyway, I mean, they don't show it. Have you seen hair anywhere? 
She's only been here for four days. I know, but I would have noticed the hair. I would notice my first hair somewhere. Well, now, I had Dotsons before, before yeah. marriage. <laughs> and they shed, but it's only one time a year. So that time when they shed, you know, you got to get the vacuum cleaner out. And... We'll be right back. Head over to our YouTube channel for recipes, podcasts, and now we're even live streaming stuff to give you guys real glimpses into our daily lives. Yikes. You'll also be able to see the podcast behind the scenes and unedited live streams. We've added the first five seasons of the Straight Out of Prison podcast, and even if you've listened to all of them, check out the video format to see pictures, behind the scenes, and a whole lot more. And while you're there, please hit the subscribe button. It won't cost you anything, but it does help us reach our goals to reach a larger audience. Look up Chef James K. Jones on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a recipe or a podcast. For exclusive content, download the Patreon app and look up Team Jones Media. You'll find many levels of subscriptions, but all levels have one feature. You'll get early access to all of our podcast platforms and they're completely free from ads. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for all your support, all your encouragement, and thank you for being a part of our story. Yeah, I really tried to not be resentful. So when we first got married, (laughs) you had your mom's dog. I did. So I moved into the house with you and PP. Mr. P, I called him. Mr. P, PP. His Ugh. name his name was actually Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think that's so funny? I don't know. It's like it's a person or something. <laughs> I don't know. I bought that was my mom's 50th birthday. Tyler. Present. His I name was actually Dotson. Tyler. Dotson with paper. She wanted Dotson with paper. Anyway, like that was paper. my first experience with a dog. It only lasted what a month or two. Yeah, we had to find Mr. P a new home. <laughs> I couldn't take it. I, I didn't not, like him. I really, and I don't really like Dotsons. I feel like they are so close to the ground, and <laughs> I don't know. They're smart. If you had got to know him, you would have been like, this dog's like a human. I don't like it. I didn't like it. But anyways. Yeah. We didn't get a Dotson. We got a golden doodle. Right. <laughs> yes. Which one of my relatives informed me was not, uh, what did he say? That's not a pure breed. I'm like, I don't care about that. And then one of my other relatives was like, it's an F1. So I was like, I've been needing to know what F1 means because Haley, <laughs> the lady said it was F1 and Haley said, oh, good. Well, I tell everybody F1 and they're like, oh, yeah. And, and I still, I didn't know what it but meant But then either. when we got in the car, I said, what does F1 mean? You're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so another one of my brother-in-law's told me F1 means that it's a cross between a uh, golden retrieval. Uh, it's a cross between a golden retriever and a poodle, and F1 means that those were both purebred golden retriever and poodle. So I'm like, I just wanted a dog. You know, I'm not trying to <laughs> I'm not trying to get into all that, do all that. I mean, if you keep going backwards, I'm sure at some point they all came from somewhere. Yeah. So, so anyway. That's, that's not really my thing. To be continued, care. our journey with the dog. As long as the dog's good to my kids and, you know, don't tear up my house, we'll get along fine. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so um, I want to talk about this before we get into politics because I know you're chomping at the bit. Wait, this is a new, have you found some new, like, track to run on because usually I set the pace for the podcast. Uh, you do? 
Yeah. I know you do for the other one, not for this one. <laughs> Always. I don't think so. <laughs> All you do is sit down. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. This is brand new. I kind of <laughs> like it. I'm just going to sit here and just answer your questions. I feel like I'm trying to hold you off from the politics. <laughs> we don't I have to talk about that. No, I, oh, we have to talk about it. <laughs> Let me talk a little. Um, but <laughs> I want to mention the live show recording. Okay, so live podcast report. OMG. Okay. Live. See what happens when you try to drive the car? Please be quiet. Okay. (laughs) Live podcast recording. That's happening Thursday. Thursday, Yes. 638 at Gardendale Library. Yes. And just when I was out walking the dog, since I am a person, (laughs) I was thinking that. We should give away. So we are going... Well, actually, we're going to have several giveaways. Wait, you need to ask me first before you start giving okay, away the house. I know. Just be quiet. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so several of our sponsors are doing some giveaways. So throughout the show, we're going to be giving away some things. I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Also, there's going to be charcuterie that you're going to be bringing so that people can eat, eat, eat on their way in. Yeah. Super excited about that. Hey. And finally, I think we're going to take advantage and get everyone to subscribe to your YouTube channel while we're at the live podcast. And I think right then and there at the show for everyone who subscribes, that we should pick a winner from those people and give them a $50 charcuterie box. Okay, I can do that. Okay. So, it's done, people. You hear that? (laughs) Um, So, I'm excited because he's excited. uh, I'm excited? I don't know why. Wait, Uh, you need to give me the wheel back. Let me drive this car. Okay. Because you're all over the place. Well, no, I was just thinking on my walk that we should do that because you had mentioned the YouTube channel, which our podcast is on as well, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Well, the first four seasons. I just wanted to nail that down that you were going to be giving away a $50 security box. Okay. And then I want to say for the live thing, I have a YouTube channel, but I've never done YouTube live. True story, I just don't understand how it works, and I'm trying to figure it out. And yeah. I haven't ever really had a reason to want to be live. As YouTube. everything in our life, we're just <laughs> don't know how it works, we're trying to But I've had out. several people, <laughs> especially people that live in other states, to say, oh, I wish, you know, um, they could be there. So I'm going to stream that live on the YouTube channel on Thursday night. So yeah. check that out. If, and I think if it you're not if you're not there it, if you're not there, <laughs> and I think it it saves it where you can watch it again later too. So we're it's going to be our first live podcast in front of an audience at the Gardner Public Library, but it's also going to be on YouTube Live. So yeah, here we go. We're ready for Fox and Friends now. <laughs> <laughs> so let's circle back to the security box just one more time because I want people to know that. <laughs> They're going okay. to actually get it that night. All right. Remember when I was reading the John Acuff books and he told us when you're trying to communicate stuff that you should just take it and cut it in half? Okay. Shh. Go ahead and cut that in half. Okay. You need to cut over. yours in half, too. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm answering your questions. Just in general in life, you need to cut yours. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I just wanted people to know that they're gonna. it's going to be there ready for them to take. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> For the 17th time, we will announce that I'm bringing some charcuterie boxes. So if you come to the live thing, you can eat some of it. Yeah. If you don't come to the live thing, you can't. And then we're also giving away one. (laughs) But we're giving away one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the election, big election today. Yesterday you told me, I said, you said it's the Super Bowl of elections. And I said... I don't think so because there's no presidential. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so <laughs> because there's no presidential thing. And you said 
Oh no, this is the biggest one. So why do you think it's the biggest one since you I said think, since what? I think this is the biggest midterm election that we've ever had in our country. Okay. So why do you think that? Well, most people don't usually pay attention to midterms. You get a president that's elected in a presidential year. Usually the first uh the first midterm of any president, they usually lose one of the chambers, the House or the Senate. Um, the only difference was George W. Bush in 2002. Mm-hmm. He actually picked up uh, House and Senate seats for his party when he was president. But that was because of 9-11, because the war was going on and everybody was trying to support him. And we were trying to, you know, make sure to get bin Laden and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But other than him, they usually lose. I mean, Trump lost, Obama lost, uh, Clinton lost. You know, all of them lose. But this one is different this year because our country has moved so far to the left and it's it's moved farther than any of us want it to be. So it's it's just um, and you can see it. It's not just politics where you, you know, you talk about it or I don't like Obama or I don't like this or I don't like that or I don't like Bush or I don't like Trump and his tweets and all that stuff. This is like stuff that we can feel. We feel when you walk into the grocery store. And bacon has went from $5 a pack at Costco to $22. Like, you feel that. You feel that when you go to the gas pump and it costs you $81 to fill up your tank, where, you know, the year prior to that, it cost you 30 bucks to fill up your tank. Mm-hmm. Those are things that you feel. And then uh, the crime and all the people not feeling safe, and it's just uh, something's got to give. And that's what I love about our country is that we can move too far to the right or too far to the left, but the American people are the ones that have the voice and the say, and we always seem to get back to the middle where we need to be. So this one's going to be exciting. And the way it looks, you know, the Democrats thought they had a a chance to hold on to power because of the Roe versus Wade decision or the Dobbs decision, whatever they want to call it, overturning the abortion stuff, Mm -hmm. which is not even true because they didn't actually overturn anything. They just said they sent it back to the states. Right. If you live in New York, you can just abortion yourself to death because that's (laughs) what they like to do. But you also, if you live in New York, you can't hardly walk out of your house without fear of being mugged or shot or, you know, crime happening to you. So I don't know. It's exciting. Tell us what you really think of New York. (laughs) I wouldn't go to New York right now. I I can... (laughs) I would not go to New York or California, Washington, or Oregon. Those are like communist countries, I feel like, from what I see on the news. And I might be wrong, but I'm not putting my—I was in prison— you know, I know what it feels like to not be safe and to constantly be fearing somebody's going to do something to you. And to do that in the free world, I'm not. Mm-mm. But who's to say, I mean, like you mentioned last week on the For Real World, you said that, you know, when we were at that festival, you're like, this is America. These is. towns that come together, that there's not those communities in those states that you're talking about. Absolutely, there are. And it looks like some of them are answering <laughs> Even in New York and Washington State, which is very liberal, blue, you know, you ain't got to worry about that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why Republicans bother to run in those states. Yeah. But uh, it looks like they're going to pick up quite a few House seats in New York. Um, they're going to unseat some, like, major Democratic uh, players, uh, the head of the DNC or the DCCC, whatever you call it. Um, looks like he's going to lose his election to Republican, and it looks like uh, Governor Kathy Hochul is going to um, be sent home as well. Who's now? Where is she from? 
She's the governor of New York. She's never been elected governor. She was elected lieutenant governor. She had to take over when uh, Cuomo had to resign. Oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. But the cashless bail and the stuff they're doing with crime up there is just, it's bad. It is. Mm-hmm. It's very bad. And some of that stuff, you know, we say we live in Alabama. We do. But we live in Jefferson County. And, you know, Birmingham, city of Birmingham is a very blue area. And there's a lot of that stuff going on down there, too. Crime and just, you know, I don't be going down there much either. Right. These days. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, especially with my kids, I'm not putting my kids at harm mm-hmm. for some ideology, something that we've come up with. Yeah. So it's going to be exciting to see. And if if it looks like it's going to be a Republican sweep tonight, and if it is, then they can put the brakes on all the nonsense that the Biden administration has been doing. So define nonsense. Just three, three bullet points. Open borders, uh, crime, and the inability to hold people accountable for their actions, and uh, inflation. Mm, yeah. And inflation comes from spending too much money. Yeah. And, you know, they're handing out checks and doing all that stuff. But then, you know, we might, oh, look, we got this check from President Biden. You know, we're going to live it up. But then, you know, a year later, we're going to pay for it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Okay. So on the local level, yeah, I feel like the one, at least people that we know and are connected to are talking about this race the most, and that is the sheriff. Yes, that's exciting. Okay, so... Jared Hudson is running Jared for sheriff. Jared Hudson. So he's running for sheriff, mm-hmm. and why is this an interesting race? He's not a politician, and he's not a... Um, he's not, like, seeking power or seeking the office. Like, he really... He's a former Navy SEAL. He's got an impressive background of, you know, he's done some law enforcement stuff and stuff like that, but it's mostly military but he has two small girls, and he's worried about what's happening in America. That's kind of been starting to happen in our our in Jefferson County because it's you know there's a lot of liberals, a lot of uh, left leaning people that vote that way in Jefferson County, and he felt like he was convicted that he needed to do something about it. So it was a long shot for him to even start his campaign. And mm-hmm. a lot of people said, "Oh, he'll never get elected," but uh, I hope he does. I'm I'm definitely supporting him. I hope he does. So it's kind of neat. You actually last year last. November, you did like a chef thing, like was it November? In Auburn, yeah, I think so. Yeah, or October, maybe. It was know. a camp where I had to spend the night, kind of like right. a hunting, hunting camp. Where Jared was there, I was, was the like instructor. a guest speaker. Oh, he was the instructor. Yeah. It was a sniper shoot, and he was like showing them how to shoot guns and all that stuff. Yeah, and you said that then that I mean he was already running then, right? He'd already like announced his run. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I didn't know about it. Okay. I've learned that later. But anyway, you were impressed by him. Yeah, he's a really neat guy. Yeah. Uh very uh clear, level headed, um Jesus follower. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to have conservative uh, ideals as far as politics and stuff like that, but he wasn't like right wing nut job. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was very impressed with him. I liked yeah, him. I liked awesome. him a lot. And um, and I've heard several. He would make people, a great sheriff. Yeah, who are in law enforcement and different things that are just like very adamant. Please yeah, every, vote every, for Jared. Everybody's backing him. <laughs> yeah, um, except for. <laughs> Some of the people that vote because we've gotten to a weird place in our country and in our politics where if you're a Democrat, you're going to vote Democrat. If you're Republican, you're going to vote Republican. It's like, you know, toe in the party line. Mm-hmm. And 
I would probably lean more towards Republicans as far as some stuff, but I don't consider myself to be Republican. I'm independent as far as politically and how I think. Um, and I actually believe that the independents in our country are the ones that decide every election. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the Democrats going to be Democrats, Republicans going to be Republicans, and it's that thin sliver in the middle, which used to be about 5%, but now it's up to like 15 20%. Mm-hmm. It's the independents that decide elections. Yeah. So. All right. So go vote. Go vote. But and the problem with Jared... Hudson is it's a Jefferson County countywide election. If it was held in North North Jefferson County, he would be he probably win by a landslide. But right, you got to do all of Jefferson County, which you know there are some uh, blue areas. Well, like we said, I mean Jefferson County is pretty blue, right? Well, the city of Birmingham, Homewood, some of that. Yeah, so it's big. it's going to be very interesting. I look forward to seeing how that race. It is. It's going to be a fun night. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't yeah, wait. James to, has already informed me. He's like, I want to watch the news all night long. From just from five. <laughs> yeah. When the when the results start coming in, yeah. pop me some popcorn and uh, make me some <laughs> queso dip and just sit and watch. Good luck and consume. I'll be like, Annie needs to go pee. <laughs> Ain't it be all right? Uh, I'm kidding. Well, now you can pause the TV. You don't even have to. You don't have to worry about it. But speaking of politics, mm-hmm. <laughs> our current president, President Biden, and our former president, President Obama, and a lot of these liberal Democrats are running around saying that our democracy is at stake in this election. And if the Republicans win, democracy is going to be over with. And it's such a stupid talking point because if you go vote, that is democracy. And (laughs) at the end of the day, we don't even have a democracy. We don't have one of those. A democracy is what they have in Israel, where, you know, they have a, they can go vote. Like Benjamin Netanyahu just got back in as the leader of Israel. They've had seven elections in the last two years. Like, yeah. we, we don't work like that. We don't have a democracy. We are a democracy, but we are a, a democratic republic, like a collection of states or a constitutional republic. And that's why we have the Electoral College. That's why states have rights. And just for them to say that, you know, democracies, that we're losing democracy, like we've never had democracy. We have a, a democratic republic, which is kind of like why we need two parties. We need the Democrats. We need the Republicans to make us work. Didn't some of them say that this could be the last election? Yeah, it's so stupid. I don't get that. It is, it's from the beginning of the founding of our nation, when they run for office, they try to make this doomsday you know, this is the end of the world. It's going to be an apocalypse if, you know, this one wins or that one wins, and it never happens. And I, honestly, I think the American people are sick of hearing that because it's just kind of stupid. And it's just, they don't have anything else to talk about because they're not doing anything about inflation. They're not doing anything about crime. They're not doing anything about the border. So they just got to make up something to talk about. So democracy is going to be over and you'll never get an abortion. Like, that's all the, That's all you got? Mm-hmm. Like, say something to, to want somebody to want you to win. <laughs> that make any sense. So... I don't know. Okay, so what what race are you most excited about or most, I guess, anticipatory, if that's a word, about? Uh, If I was honest, the one that gets me the most excited is the governor's race in New York, because if they can elect a a Republican in the bluest of blue states, then they got problems, and I think it would be hilarious to watch that happen. But, I mean, the guy that's running, he's a New Yorker. That's where he lives. Mm -hmm. He's a congressman, you know. So if he wants to run, he can run. I just hope he wins. Yeah. But besides that, that, that's like a selfish kind of excitement. You know, I would love to see them. I would love to see them lose. Yeah. Because they're they're awful. Like stuff that they're doing is just awful. Yeah. But the one I'm really watching is the J.D. Vance race in Ohio. Oh, I know why you're watching that one. He is neck and neck with his Democratic uh, 
guy that's running against him, they're like basically tied. Most people think he's going to win. I hope so. I mean. So J.D. Vance is what the movie, if you've seen it on Netflix, it's called Hillbilly Elegy. Hillbilly Elegy. James has watched that movie. At least a dozen times. Many, many times. He cries every time because <laughs> he feels like it is, he connects so much like that. That's him, basically. How he grew up, he connects with like the grandmother kind of raising him, the mom that well, was the parallels, unstable. The you parallels, know. you know, the mom, the grandmother, the dysfunction. Of, I mean, he calls his family hillbillies. I call my family rednecks. But it's the same, you know, dysfunctional. Uh, I don't know. But well, just to, you, you even got his book that goes into a lot more detail his of book his was story. Amazing. And you even let me read the closing. I can't remember what it's called. It wasn't the closing. It was just a part in there where he talked about after he got married, he married a woman that didn't come from dysfunction. And basically, when they were dating and after they were married, they had a lot of conflict because he was always ready to fight. But it was because that's how he was raised. That was in him. Like, you protect and defend and all the things. And she wasn't raised like that. So she would be like in a daze and confused, like, what are we fighting about? I don't understand. And he's done a lot. You know, he's not just some guy that got out of the mountains and you know, got a job. He, he's been through, he went through the military, went to Ohio State, and then he went to Yale Law School and graduated. And he's done a lot of stuff since then. But in that, he's learned how to research and learn. And, you know, he really is passionate about his, uh, his people, like trying to help other people escape mm-hmm. that poverty and dysfunction and all that stuff. And one of them, what I let you read was where he had some research where if you're raised in traumatic stuff like that, like it gets hardwired into you that, you know, this is just, this is just what we do. So yeah. there's not a... And it can be very destructive in your relationships. Yeah, if you don't get a handle on it. So, yeah. so you very much have a human connection to J.D. Vance. All of it. Going for the, yeah. I mean, even in the reading the book, he, he talked about in the little town that he grew up in, like his people, like every year on Christmas, it had to be this, you know, we got to spend $1,000 on each kid and go in debt and, you know, figure it out. And they would always figure it out. And it had to be a big deal. And it had to be better than the neighbors. And you got to have all these presents. And I thought, wow, that's Phoenix City. Mm-hmm. Like it don't matter. Matter what you do all year long, long as you get a big Christmas and get a bunch of stuff, you ain't even going to get a bunch of stuff that nobody even is going to play with. Yeah. But then when we got married, I remember our first Christmas after we got married, like your family draws name. Like, so we only got to buy one present. And I was like, wow, this is refreshing. Like, to, <laughs> like I only got to buy one present and I can actually take my time and, and what was it, $100? Yeah, $100 limit. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of, uh, with with his life and the way he grew up, and there's a lot of similarities that are yeah. shocking to me. Like, I, I mean, I don't know, that might be the story for a lot of people. But yeah. But his, his book and his that movie really touched me. Yeah. And so he's running for the Ohio senator seat. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's going to win. Um, it's been neat to see where this goes. We're in J.D. Vance's corner. Yeah, and then they're coming out calling him racist. <laughs> you know, they're trying to do these things against him, um, calling him racist because Trump backed him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't agree with everything Donald Trump did. I agree with most of his policies, but Trump's not racist. I mean, if he was racist, his daughter would not be married to a Jew. I've been in prison. I know white supremacists. I know how they think. And 
If Trump had a racist bone in his body, his daughter would not be married to Jared Kushner, who is a practicing Orthodox Jew. And the same with J.D. Vance. They're trying to call him racist, but he's married to an Indian American, and his kids are biracial. So how can he be racist? Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's the, the attacks and stuff that we do. Our country's gotten to a place that's just... Uh, yeah, all we do is attack each other. I know. It's sad. It is sad. It is. But here we go. All right. But speaking on that, I did have one interesting, in church last Wednesday, we had a guest speaker that talked about missions and, you know, you got to give money to go over to the mission field and, you know, do all that. Yeah. This is going to be negative, but I just thought it was funny. Why come we have a Democratic president the church won't start talking about missions? Have you ever ever thought about that? No, I've never thought about that, honestly. That was like when Trump was president, let's make America great again. Let's make our churches great. Light of the world, city on the hill. Then, you you know, you get what we got now. And it's like, no, let's go over to Africa and figure out how to help them. (laughs) Let's figure out how to help the Africans. Uh, I don't think I'm in tune enough to make that connection. (laughs) I I just thought it was interesting. I'm not saying that's true. I'm not saying it's what it is, but it was... uh, it was very interesting, mm-hmm. but I don't really understand the mission stuff because I don't feel like I'm called to that. So yeah. maybe if I was, I, I would understand that a little bit more. But uh, well, have you talked about the uh, the boys' party at all? I thought it was a pretty fantastic party. It was best party yet. I think <laughs> we had two bouncy houses thanks to Fun Source Rentals, Greg and Tracy. Yeah, but now you need to like clarify that we don't pay for those. We. Well, I don't feel like you don't have to like say all that. I mean, we barter, yeah, which has turned out to be in the best barter system. It ever. is, it's amazing. So but they, we do a dinner for their family, which we have in the books for December, and um, they, and give, us a they give us a bouncy house. So um, they were asking me which one, and we were going back and forth, and she was like, "Well, do you want two? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. And he's like, why do you say that? I'm like, because she asked. So I said, yes. Well, number one, I don't want to take advantage of them because they're our friends. And number two, I think if somebody were like riding by the house on the outside looking in, it might look like we're rolling in the dough or something. Like, see, I think two that, bouncy houses. I think that goes back to your like Phoenix City stuff where like you have to do all the things or something. Yeah. And to me, I don't, I mean, okay, they are expensive. I, when I looked at the prices, I was like, holy crap, no. people pay that? But, um, but they do all the work for you. They set it up. And- it's amazing. I mean, it really is amazing. And they usually leave it, you know, for more than a day, too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's really fun to have those things, especially, I mean, we had, gosh, how many people did we have at that party? We had about 40 people, I think, here. 40 people. I don't think he's. 20, no, more than that. Probably like 30 kids. So when you have that many people and kids. It was a lot. To have, especially two bounce, like, it was like one bouncy, (laughs) jumpy, like, thing. And then one, like, big slide with, like, two, like. Inflatable slide, which which was and that inflatable slide was definitely made for people that are lightweight. Yeah, James tried to go up it. I did go up it. I told the boys I'd do with them one time, but by the time I got up there, I was hurting. (laughs) I had to lay down and rest for the last leg of the journey. And he said, "Coming down hurt as much as it did going up." It did. Like, I'm not oh made for gosh. this between the bouncy houses, my kids, and Hayden, that CrossFit mophobia. Like, these, this 50-year-old body's getting oh, a beating. That's funny. <laughs> but, you know, like Kanye said, if it don't kill me, I'm going to be stronger. Who said that? Kanye. Kanye? Well, Wes? He wants to be called Yay Yay now. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yeah, see, he changed his name. To Yay Yay? Or Ye- Yeezy or something. I don't know. Yeezy? I don't follow him. I don't, I've never. Well, you clearly follow him enough to know that he's changed his name. 
Tyler Watson. Because it was on the news. Oh, okay. Because he came out trying to talk some sense, and then he turned around and was talking crazy talk, and they everybody was like, "He's crazy." That's I'm funny. like, "Yeah, I've been trying to tell you all that for years." <laughs> I ain't, I ain't never liked him. I never liked the way he did. Like I think the first time I ever saw him, Taylor Swift won a Grammy and he jumped up on the stage and oh, snatched it from yeah. him. Like you should have been arrested for that. He got in trouble for that. And then when George Bush during Hurricane Katrina he jumped up on stage and said George Bush don't like black people or George Bush don't care about black people. Yeah, he's a little bit much. But back to the boys' party. <laughs> it well, was you know, okay. you know, Bush said in his book that that was the lowest point of his presidency that hurt him more than anything for him to say that publicly really? like that. Because he so the boys' party was fun. <laughs> I'm very glad we had the bouncy houses. You did incredible with the food. We have kid charcuterie that they took pictures of. I'll just let you talk about that. And you made like yummy soups that I know you say they were leftover, but they were still really good for the adults. And you gotta tell everybody that um, the cakes were unbelievable. You did such a good job on the cakes. I feel like every year we've created like a. uh, By we, you mean you. Well, no, the kids are getting old enough to say what kind of cake they want now. Well, you ask them. You say, what kind of cake do you want Dad to make you this year? (laughs) So you ask, they answer. They're leveling up. Up to uh, to 2022, I never made a cake that was more than one cake. Baby, you do that. I feel like that is all on you. No, we went to that stupid shop you want to go to during... Spring break where he paid fifty dollars for some ice cream. Well, that's a that was a really neat place. But anyway, <laughs> but they had stacked birthday cakes, and Lou was like, "Dad, that's what I want for my birthday." So I'm like, "How am I going to tell my baby no? I can make my a stack baby cake. no. I'm going to tell my baby no." So, but then Judah saw Lou had a stack cake, and so now he wants one. He didn't say I want a stack cake. He wanted a baby Einstein cake in layers. He found it on Google and showed me the picture. <laughs> Okay, okay. So before I iced and then Royal just, I just want a dinosaur, just a dinosaur. Before I decorated their cakes, I iced Judah's, which was a chocolate cake with white icing. Royal's was a yellow cake with chocolate icing. Before I decorated them and put the baby Einstein stuff on Judah's and the puppet stuff, Mm -hmm. the dinosaur stuff on Royal's, it literally looked like a bride's cake and a groom's cake. I was like, (laughs) this is getting to be. A little much. But you take pride in it. You like doing it. I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm just thinking about the progression. Like, okay, what are they going to want next year? Because well, last year they asked for character cakes, and I said, I don't do that. And Royal said, oh. I mean, Judah said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned how to make a, um, a lion cake and a clown cake. Well, you're feeding the, what do you call it? You're feeding the giant, the animal. So kind of feel like well, it's on you. I think... And you like to do it. I think anybody does that with their kids if they can. I mean, yeah. you got people that know how to race cars and they do stuff like, I don't know how to do that or yeah. you know, build a build a barn or something. They do that. <laughs> I know how to cook. Well, I was giving you a compliment. I said the cakes looks amazing. The food was amazing. The kid charcuterie was awesome. And I thank you. So well done. <laughs> well Thanks. done. And Thank, goodbye. Thanks a million. <laughs> All right. Well, anything, we probably need to wrap this one up. And uh, just remember to go out and vote. Remember about the live show we got this Thursday. And if yes. you can't make it, look it up on the YouTube, Chef James K. Jones. It'll be streaming live. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For more party then. tips and stories about prison. <laughs> Say that again. I said for more party tips and stories about prison. <laughs> Why is that so funny? I don't know. 
Because actually only the first two seasons were about prison. The rest of it was about freedom. Yeah. Okay. Freedom. Y'all have a good week. Go well, vote. Except for when I was dating Shauna. That was more like prison. Okay. Are we wrapping it up or are we <laughs> still talking? <laughs> All right. You do it. All right. Thank you guys always for your support. We will see you yes. Thursday. Bye, guys. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Hey guys, we hope you enjoy the podcast. Written and produced by the Team Jones Company. Yours truly, James and Haley Jones. If you're interested in advertising with us, head over to teamjones.co. Click the Join Forces button. We've redesigned our media kit with some exciting new details. If you'd like more information about being a sponsor, email Haley at teamjones.co. And for exclusive content, download the Patreon app and look up Team Jones Media. You'll find many levels of subscriptions. All levels have one cool feature. You'll get early access to all of our podcast platforms and they're completely free from ads the best way to support us is by telling your friends and family about the podcast other ways to support us is by liking and sharing the podcast and giving us a review or follow us on social media facebook instagram tiktok youtube and more and that's too much to mention here so we'll put it all in the show notes for you our youtube channel is now streaming the straight out of prison podcast and even if you listen to every episode check out the video format to see behind the scenes pictures and a whole lot more it really makes the story come to life in a whole new way and while you're there hit the subscribe button please hit that subscribe button it's 100 free won't cost you anything but it will help us reach our goals to reach a larger audience look up chef james k jones on youtube hit the subscribe button so you never miss a recipe or a podcast please support our sponsors they help us provide you this platform for free thank you for your support and thank you for being a part of our story Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. Written and produced by the Team Jones Company. Yours truly, James and Haley Jones. If you're interested in advertising with us, head over to teamjones.co and click the Join Forces button. We've redesigned our media kit with some exciting new details. If you'd like more information about being a sponsor, email me, Haley, Haley at teamjones.co. It's not .com. The best way to support us is by telling your friends and family about the podcast. Other ways to support us is by liking and sharing the podcast and giving us a review. Well, as long as you think we did good. (laughs) Or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and more. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for all your support, all your encouragement, and thank you for being a part of our story.
All right, guys, y'all show some love to the sponsors of the Straight Out of Prison podcast. Our friend Keely Brown runs her family-owned HVAC Home and Commercial Services. Is your system ready for the summer? Schedule a system checkup or reprogram your thermostat. They offer residential and commercial, at home or at work. They really do what they say, and they say what they do. Our family serving your family has been their core value since day one. Their founder and owner, Mr. Robert Holland, made sure the foundation of home and commercial services was and is integrity. Now, remember, Haley, we, we catered an event last December where he was a part of the group that we were feeding. But it was interesting to learn that when he was a young man, when he first started in the HVAC business, Mr. Holland actually got in trouble with, for not adding new parts that the people didn't need. And they were like, why didn't you sell the parts? And he was like, because I could fix them. And they were like, no, no, you're, you're, you're doing it wrong. Like, you just got to put new parts. And he was like, but they didn't need new parts. And it bugged him so much that he went out and started his own business. And that's the foundation of home and commercial services. And we can attest to that personally. I mean, they've done so much stuff for us. It's crazy. I love that story. And I think it speaks to, obviously, his integrity and what he's built his business on that integrity. Right now, the most economical service they offer is their annual residential service agreement. For $150, you'll get two annual checkups, and that's for one system. If if it's an additional system, it's 25% off. Anyways, the annual contract includes priority service, normal rates for after-hour service, 10% discount on any repairs, and a 5% discount on any new installations. It's a good deal especially with the heat of the summer coming. Home and Commercial Services works on all name brands of heating and air conditioning units, gas furnaces, heat pumps, walk-in coolers, and smart thermostats. No job is too big or too small. Call or text Keely at 205-798-0635. Or you can email at office at hollandhcs.com. You can look up Holland Home and Commercial Services on Instagram for daily tips and more. Or you can check out their website, hollandhcs.com. We have some amazing friends and supporters of the podcast, Lynn and Debbie Hurst, who own Hurst Towing and Recovery in Fultondale and Hayden, Alabama. They serve the Jefferson, Blunt, and surrounding counties. They tow light and heavy-duty vehicles, and they're always there to help. We wouldn't call anybody else. We would never call anybody else, and that's a fact. Would you like to work for an amazing company that treats their employees like family? The Hearst are hiring. Full and part-time positions. Give them a call today. Hearst Towing is there 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They've been in our area since January of 1987. They have a heart to serve and they love making an impact in the communities they grew up in. The Hearst definitely make a difference in our world. And they have definitely made a difference in our lives. Dispatchers are always ready to receive calls at 205-631-8697. That is 205-631-TOWS. T-O-W-S. <laughs> you, get, you get me every time I, with the toes. <laughs> <laughs> or check out their website at hearsttowing.com. Now, y'all know James from the podcast, but he also is an amazing cook and private chef. I can attest to that personally. I've had many years of experience in food, just working in, managing, and even owning a couple restaurants. One of his greatest passions is preparing delicious food. You know, if somebody's going through something or through a hard time and you don't know what to do, you can always cook for them. Head over to ChefJamesKJones.com to join our email list. Once you do that, you can stay updated on everything that we're doing. 